Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them. We're pulling out those pearls and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Good morning, Miss Rhonda. How are you? Happy hump day. Happy hump day. I'm doing fabulous. I, you know what? I've been the last two days, I didn't go to work and I've been working in the yard. So, like, I'm super tan and mm, tan. <laughs> How fun is that? Get to work well, out in the yard. It, you know what? It's this, it's like this weird, rewarding thing. Like, you know, I feel manly and feminine all at the same time. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like, I got this. I can do whatever I want. I don't need no one. And then I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, look at me, a girl with a weed eater. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> well, being outdoors is nice this time of year. So we're getting so much rain and it's supposed to come again tomorrow this way. We're supposed to get hit with rain. So it's like I'm taking all the summer we can get. Yeah. So you just have to literally like shut everything down when the weather's there. Like, yeah. regardless of what you have currently going on, you're like, dude, if I don't carpe diem this, I'm going to miss it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, working three days a week is, is good. It's fun, you know? So today is my Friday. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. I love that. You know what? That actually brings me to a post, but I, don't, I won't cover it just yet. But, man, the okay. worldwide group is going crazy. Like, some seriously good content Post in there yeah holy cow like i'm so proud of you guys like you're talking about the real nitty-gritty stuff that actually affects us and things that you probably don't even realize is a question is really good question <laughs> and, and there's no dumb questions people say oh that's a dumb question no there's no dumb question it really is because everybody has their own problems and own issues and so it's really you know don't be scared to post a question in there and like you said if you're if you are scared, then, you know, reach out to John or an admin and send them the question and they can post it anonymously. <laughs> um, so tongue tied this morning. I must need more coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you know okay. what coffee is spelled backwards, right? Uh, C-O-F-F-E-E. So E-Folk? <laughs> I don't <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give e fuck. Until I have my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, well, I had to throw it in there. I had to throw it in there. Stop <laughs> swearing, technically. I'm not having a potty mouth this morning. <laughs> no, no, no. You're just, you have a, a wide range vocabulary. <laughs> yes, you fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having my coffee. Oh. Cup of coffee. A cup of talk you know 
<laughs> oh, you're oh my gosh. Start choking here. <laughs> oh. Well, your video was amazing. So if anybody hasn't checked it out, Storytime with Rhonda, which I love, <laughs> by the way, was hilarious. Um, check it out on the Dental Assistant National Conference page or the DA Rockstars page with Rhonda. Uh, that was funny. Storytime. <laughs> it was hilarious. Well, I just thought I was like, how can I make this super exciting for dentists to realize that they're now allowed to come? I'm like, dude, it's like a story time. Like I wanted to get the glasses and everything and maybe like a great mm -hmm. wig. But I didn't have any of that. So I just took my son's and I had book and made a book cover. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a lot of people reach out to me and ask me, you know, if this was true. <laughs> it was funny. But it is. I, we really want, we've had a lot of dentists sign up with their assistants and want to come and, and, and text us or email us asking to be part. And, you know, it is. We are a chairside team, right? So we can be better together. And if you want to come and support your dental assistant while they learn, you're going to also learn too because there's some amazing speakers. So I think it was a great thing to do to, you know, just give them, because maybe you know, give them a discounted rate because maybe it'll give them a push to also send their assistant. Yeah. So maybe they were on the fence because they really didn't feel invited. And that wasn't the point. I mean, it's a dental assistant national conference, but, um, but we want, you know, them to feel like they're welcome too. So. Yeah. I love, I love it. Like as a team building thing and you, even my doctor, you know, like she used to be a dental assistant and then she was a hygienist mm -hmm. and now she's a dentist and she's like, well, could I come? I'm like, well, technically no, because you're not a dental assistant anymore. And she's like, but I was, I'm like, but you're a dentist. <laughs> and so she's like, but why can't I come? And then when you thought about this idea of incorporating the whole team, you know, just not being exclusive to dental assistants. Um, if there was a, a supply and demand, you want to come, you can. Uh, and I think it, there's a lot of dentists out there that, that really want because here's the thing, like if we're working together, right, we work with each other. There's going to be times where right. I'm in one operatory and the dentist needs to seat the patient, do the stuff that I usually do or vice versa. We're, we're delegating, we're triaging. All of the information is crucial to both of us. <laughs> right. Like well, it's not useless. It's perfect. And they're going to get CE with it too. So that's the great point part yeah. about it. Yes. CE. CE is a great key buzzword yes, for your is. dentist. Yes, it is. Yep. So do you have a post this week? Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Actually, that was, you know, when I was off on my tangent earlier, that's where I was going with that. Hang on, let me find it. <laughs> we go off on tangents, people. Tangents, people. <laughs> if you want to go on a tangent with us, feel free to call us. Okay, you ready? I'm okay. ready. So this post is at a dental assistance worldwide group. And it says, I need opinions. Like she is my favorite. Okay. I was unhappy with my pay. So I went out and found a job that offered me $3 and 50 cents more than what I am currently making. I put my notice in and my current boss offered 50 to one, hang on, offered 50, $1 more than their office. I'm not quite sure what that means, but I currently work in Endo and I really wanted to change, but I'm considering staying because I already have my PTO, my scrub allowance off most Fridays and early out day once a week. This new office is high volume general dental office with medical insurance offered, but no scrub allowance work every Friday and one day a week I would work late. 
and I wouldn't have my PTO until another year. What would you stay or would you go? Hmm. So what I would do for this situation is I would grab a piece of paper and I would put a line down the center and I would list all the good things about the office you're currently working at and what you get and so on and so forth. And on the other side, I would list all the things that this place is offering you. And then I would divide that in, in half and write down all the things you don't like about your current position or what you want to make better. I shouldn't say like, but what, what would you like to improve on? And then the other one, what does the cons of that one are? And then just outweigh them. What's better going to suit your lifestyle? I mean, is if you like being off on Fridays and um, not having to work late, are you really going to be happy at the other job, even though it's more money? Sometimes it can't be about the money, right? Right. It has to be about what's going to fuel your soul, what's going to fuel your lifestyle. I mean, if you're a single mom, do you really want to be working till seven, eight o'clock at night or getting home at seven? I mean, I don't know where they live, but sometimes the drive, if you're living in Atlanta, you got to drive home. It takes you an hour to get there and an hour to back, but it's only 10 miles. It's 10 miles. So yeah. you have to, you have to look at it. Is this going to fit your lifestyle? They're going to give you a dollar more or whatever it is to raise at your current position. You keep your time off. You keep your scrub allowance. Maybe you could talk to them about getting medical in the future and that you pay half or something so you really have to because sometimes even though money seems like the grass would be greener on the other side it might not be yep right yeah and you might be leaving a great position just because of the money we've seen it all the time i'm time and time again where dental assistants will say you know what? I got offered a better deal. I went over there, spent six months of my life crying every day and then asked for my job back. Right. Because you make this yep. huge decision that's financially driven that isn't quality of life. Right. And, and that's and what I say earlier, like the whole schedule thing, like I'm accustomed to the four day work week, right? Yes, it sucks yeah. because we're not considered full-time because it's 32 hours, blah, 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 blah. But it's the quality of life that you can get. You have time to side hustle. Sell some dentista toothbrushes on your third, you know, your Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then hustle Monday through Thursday at your dental office, but have balance. Right. Yeah. And the thing is you got to outweigh is you got to look at from an employer standpoint too, is that don't shoot yourself in the foot because what happens is if they find out you're looking for another job either one that kind of might jilt them like why is she looking for another job is she unhappy because you haven't approached them so before you even start to look for another job or tell them that you've been offered another job is I would go to them and say look I would like to make more money I, you know, haven't had a raise. This is what I do. This is what I bring to the practice because it could burn you in the end where you go back to them and say, I've been offered another job. One, they're going to say, why are you looking for another job? Two, we didn't realize you were unhappy because that kind of seems like if you're looking for another job, that, that to me as a practice manager would be say, oh, well, she's unhappy. Why is she unhappy? But if it's about the money, if you 
go to them and say, well, you know, I'm, I need a dollar more an hour. You know, a dollar more an hour, if you're only working 32 hours, it's 32 bucks a week. They can afford that. Yep. You know, and you have to break it down like that to them. But I would be very, very careful of using that as leverage because it's not a very good characteristic to kind of do that. Understand what I mean? Yeah, well, that's that whole communication thing, right, Julie? Right. <laughs> you need to learn how to communicate with your boss, with your team. Like, that is key so that this stuff doesn't build up. Manager. Right, or your practice manager. That, I mean, that because you really don't want it to have, I mean, if you've been in a practice for four or five years and you don't feel you can still communicate with them, there's an issue and you need to fix it. And there's tons of books on communication and how to be better communicators. Pick up a book. But don't just, I would be leery of using it as leverage to kind of get more money per hour because yeah. it might start to have those dentists think, that, oh gosh, this employee's unhappy. Why would they go look for another job? We thought we had a great working environment and blah, blah, blah. And, and then if they really kind of feel like you're using it as money leverage, it could come around to bite you and they say, you know what? We're going to let you go. And now yep. you're out two jobs, right? Yep. You didn't take the job from the other office and now you're taking, you know, now you're out this job because they didn't feel like you were sincere and honest. That's what I'm just trying to get at is that you know, before you do anything or look for another job is I would go to your employer and say, look, these are the things going on. I haven't had a review because you should be getting yearly or, or semi-annual reviews and, and say, I haven't had a raise. Yourself. Advocate for yourself. If nobody's yes. walking up to you back in the op while you're cleaning or turning over a room and says, hey, let's schedule your review for next week, you're due. You need to go advocate for yourself and walk up to your office manager or your dentist, whoever's in charge of you, like in the chain of command right? and say, it's my turn. It's time. I want to know what I'm doing good. I want to know what I can do better. And I want to, you know, just don't come at it and say, I want more money. Let's talk. Do it as a constructive conversation that you want to write down everything. And you can even have like a checklist that you want to go over with your, um, you know, whoever's in charge of your pay, but, but don't come at it. Cause everybody gets so offended when you talk about money. For some reason, it's like this emotional button. Just come right. at it as I want to get a review. I want to know how I'm doing. I want to know how I can do better. And then you can lead that conversation, you know, ideally right after the, what you're doing great part at, <laughs> mm -hmm. hey, okay. Right. I'd like to, what are my options for advancement and pay? Uh, so yeah. I, and then I just, yeah. So many people just like, I need more money. Well, well you know, let, let's, let's highlight what you do good and what you don't do good and what you can do better. Right. And, and, and like you said, sometimes it's not about the money. It's about being appreciative, uh, you know, being thanked. I mean, if the doctor is a jerk and is a jerk to you and lacks respect, you still should be respectful. And I know it's hard not to be respectful and to think, ah, who cares? He's a jerk anyway, or they're a jerk anyways. But maybe you can change their environment and change the, the way they, they view things by just approaching them saying, look, I've been with you for three years. I haven't had a raise. You don't offer this. I know uh, what others are making with the same skill set that I have. And, and I want to know, you know, how can we, how can I grow in this practice? How can I help this practice grow? So you, you kind of got to put a spin on it because you don't ever want to look like the bad person. Now, yeah. if the doctor shuts you down and says, nope, you're getting paid $10 an hour for the rest of your career here. Well, then obviously 
they're not willing to work with you or see the value you have and you're going to want to move on. So I would just, you know, you got to look at it from your standpoint because you have to protect number one first. And if you have family, you have to help, you know, protect them too. So that comes first and foremost is yourself and your family and all the, you know, if they're not willing to kind of work with you or, or see that, then, then it is time to move on. Yep. Yeah, it's so hard because, so, so you know, money, it, it, money is a motivator for a lot of people, especially in our, our positions. Money is a motivator because there's all ranges. You have one that's getting paid $10 an hour and you have people that are getting paid $30 an hour. And when you see that and you, and you can't, you shouldn't compare yourself to others. You should just, what do you have inside and what do you bring to your office? Because every office is different, you know, very yeah. hard. It's really, it's challenging and it sucks. And like, there's so many people that they have like this weird pretend conversation with their bosses in their head, right. <laughs> you know, like they imagine that they approached whatever was ailing them at some point, shape or time, or they, they imagine that their boss knows what their wants are, but aren't meeting their needs. Like they're not going to, they don't have that crystal ball. Like we talk about with treatment planning, <laughs> they don't have that. You have to lay it out on the line. You have to communicate in a non-aggressive way to say, you know what, I'm a professional and this is how we do it. <laughs> well, right. And it, it's not just in dental. It's the thing that happens in any profession, whether you're a computer guy or a teacher, or it happens everywhere, but it's how we, you know, react to it and how we move forward. That's what I always say is, how are you going to react to the situation and how are you going to move forward to get where you, you want to go? Because ultimately, your life is your life and nobody else's, right? And your career is your career and you have to be ultimately happy with it. Nobody else has to be. So you really have to drive home. And I had a good friend call me yesterday and and talk to me about success. And she's like, you define success of how you value it, not what other people portray your success to be. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. You, you have know, your milestones have, all set out. Yep. Yep. That you are the only controller of your own success and your destination. Yeah. That and here's the thing with dental think, assistance though, Julie, like, yeah. I know I'm not alone. You, instead of thinking about the stuff you do good, you tend to always think about the stuff you did wrong. And right. so that will get in your head and mess with you. And then you're never going to think you're worthy for these reviews or you're, you're worried that they're going to bring up what happened last week with that crown delivery. You know, get out of your heads, guys. Like realize that you have this amazing potential and think about everything you do good, everything you did better last week than you did the week before. You need to motivate right. yourself that way, thinking about your highlight reel instead of your bloopers. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that is good. <laughs> but bloopers are funny. Bloopers. If we got to watch our bloopers, they're funny. I mean, come on now. Who, wanted, who wouldn't want a reel of life? There's our next year. It's a reel of life where we can look back and watch our, our successes, our bloopers, our failures. I mean, laugh, cry, get angry through the whole thing. I mean, yeah. That's well, every time point. you, every time you fail, it's an opportunity to grow. Mm -hmm. You have to think about it that way. This didn't work. What can I do differently next time? So it works next time. You always yep. learn and, from your mistakes. Always. Yeah. 
and and the and the thing is is I've been reading a lot of I'm a big 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 John Gordon fan and he has some amazing books on team building um, getting people on your bus and and things you should learn in the locker room and you know just he has a lot a lot of good books well he's having a new book called up coming out it's called the coffee bean comes out July 2nd so I was one of like 250 people that got a previewed copy mm. and got a new copy. So I read it. So the message behind it was really hit home for like dental assistants because sometimes we are a product of our environment and how we react to it can, should not define us, but it, it should elevate us to not want to be in that. So he talked about three different types of people in their environment and how what happens in your environment so he was talking about the carrot okay so the carrot when you put it in hot water what it does what does it do it gets soft it gets soft so the product is the environment is the carrot you put it in water and it gets soft so if you're a person that has had an environment that it softens you, you just get beat down, you can't, you know, you just kind of mushy and you can't move forward. So then he talks about, are you an egg? Where when you put an egg in hot water, what happens to it? It gets hard. Yeah. So if you are a type of, and then I'll say assistant, that has been in a really bad environment it's going to like put a wall up. You're going to be just a, you know, have a, a bad mindset about dental assisting that every job is like this. And you're going to have that hard shell exterior, right? Right. And you're not, you're not going to, you're always going to have that mentality. So what happens to a coffee bean when you put it in water? Um, it turns into coffee. Right. It transforms. Oh, it's okay. environment. So if you are the dental assistant that can transform your environment to best benefit you and others. So always my takeaway from this book was be the bean. Be something that can transform no matter what environment you're put into, you can transform that environment because it is your environment. And if you don't like it, just move on, but don't let it transform the person that you are. So don't let it soften you. Don't let it hard you. Let let it transform you. So it was a really good book. I can't wait to come out because I want to give it to all when I speak or send it out to people that are just feeling like like they just can't, you know, they're mushy or they're hard shells, right? Right. It was really it was a really interesting book about your environment and how if you're the bean, you can transform any environment that you're in. Yeah. So yeah. And it's the whole silver lining thing too, right? Like instead of dwelling mm -hmm. on the negatives, you find the positives and you learn from them. Like, so let's say, mm -hmm. like you said, stick it out six months, any job you take just for your resume and looking for, you know, it just looks good if you can at least stick mm -hmm. it out six months. Well, during that six months, Absolutely. you realize you'd be self-aware. Okay. This is not my forever dental home, but I am going to take right. whatever knowledge I can get from this practice that I didn't know before. And I'm going to leverage that to get my next dream job. Yep. Yep. I love it. Yep. Oh. Love it. So be the bean. Be and, and if anybody, bean. be the bean, they can get a previewed copy on Amazon. 
I just thought it was a really good medicine for dental assistants because sometimes that's what happens and we just need to be the bean. We need to transport because maybe if you have a, a better attitude, you can transform your office. Yeah. You could and be everybody the person. Can be you could be the person. Mm -hmm. Like yep. I, I'm proud to say that over my career, I've been the person before. I've created motivation in the office. I've, you know, I've yep. helped create unity and drive. And that's because the energy and see, seeing the positive parts, you know, like, oh, we have to go do this uh, local community event. Does anybody want to do it? And they're like, eh, no, it's Saturday. I don't want to do it. I'm like, dude, don't you want to go show the love for our baby? Like, get out in the public and tell <laughs> people we're here. Like, this is going to be amazing. And we get to meet all these new friends. And uh, it's, yep. it's, it's all about how you pr uh, promote that energy, right? Like, yep, I, absolutely. You know, good for the goose, good for the gander. And, and the minute you realize that, like, the more patients you have, the more quality patients you have that actually invest in their oral health and they make the the business side of dentistry profitable you get to be that person in the practice that's pivotal in running that machine like it doesn't have to be the dentist or the office manager or the hygienist it could be right you. absolutely absolutely <laughs> it could totally well, be you. good totally be you be you let it be you be you be, be the, the bean. bean be you <laughs> be the bean for you yeah great <laughs> Well, it was a long post, and I don't have a post this week because I was all excited about sharing my message of being the bean. So well, that, that was, was my really, message for today. Really good. I love it. I love the analogies. I mean, it's just, and you know, the whole the whole point behind this podcast, right, is to motivate dental assistants to think of themselves as more, to do more, to learn more, to reach out and embrace the, the education that's there, the knowledge that's going to only help you. Like, and I, I did, I did a video last week. And I was like, you can never learn too much. Like, seriously, guys, your brain doesn't no. like, have a, a, a full, like, not like a gas tank. Right. Right. <laughs> and and it's slow, but it's not like a gas tank. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, a, <laughs> it doesn't get too full. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. Dental Assistants Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistants Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of the DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page you can message through there but I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.